Is it time? Is it time to play the game again? Triple H, more details on his return to the WWE Performance Center after suffering a cardiac arrest of some kind last year on the mend with a defibrillator in his chest. It's not stopping him. All the shakeups with Vince McMahon stepping out of the executive branch of WWE amid a big investigation and his wife and fellow WWE executive taking the role of executive chairwoman in the interim. Triple H is apparently back and a higher position of power with WWE NXT. What does this mean? Brian Danielson, more details about the injury that will keep him off this Sunday's AEW New Japan Pro Wrestling Forbidden Door, and it's not looking good. Plus, we brought up Stephanie McMahon there. What is her future in the interim role of executive chairwoman of WWE amid her father, Vince McMahon, not being in that role? Ric Flair, more details coming about his big anticipated last match and how... Lana plays into this, but okay. Speaking of Ric Flair, woo, woo he's selling hot woo. wings, baby. Woo, woo, woo. They're gonna strut right into your stomach. We're getting well, all of that. It's a freestyle a Friday. Your questions on screen running the entire final segment of the show. Get into it. It's our biggest show of the week. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Oh, we're in trouble. We're late as usual. But watch out, watch out, watch out. What's up, watch everybody? Out. I'm Kev Kellum. That's Jose G wrestling with his mindset right over there. And Jeremy Bennett in Nebraska, if he asks you. You can follow us all on the Twitter. Our handle's right there on screen. If you're with us on the podcast side of things, thank you so, so much. Once again, putting us on the charts in India, Israel, Ireland, the United States, Australia, Canada, and other places, too. Thank you for listening there. Hope you guys are having a good day. Some people saying it's a fun Friday. Watch out. Well, yes, watch you guys out. will be able to run. The conversation, if you're with us for the first time, don't make it the last time. Go ahead and subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, we have uh, nearly 31,000 subscribers. We're right there. We're right there. Uh, we have some special content coming this weekend direct from Chicago at the United Center. I'll be covering the United Center post-show presser with Tony Khan and other people from All Elite Wrestling. Uh, some news about AEW and the Forbidden Door coming up in today's show. So a lot to get into. Let's get into this big story that's been developing. We have a couple more details about Triple H saying he's back. In what sense is he back in power in WWE? He's never been out of the company, by the way, with this entire cardiac thing. But he was on hiatus, obviously, dealing with that and being on the mend. Uh, I'm not of the thought that I think he's returning to the ring, but saying I'm back and leaving some people with some question marks over their head, right? I I, I, I guess you never say never in the pro wrestling world, right? But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, at least in the short term, I don't think we're going to see him in the ring anytime soon. But uh, uh, but anyways, we got a little uh, update uh, from what we got earlier this week from good old Uncle Dave at the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. He notes that... Uh, Mr. Mr. Paul has had a meeting with talent and officials at the PC. Uh, that was uh, two days ago on Wednesday to confirm he was back. Did not elaborate further. Multiple people who were at the meeting um, were, uh, didn't make, it wasn't it wasn't made clear to them uh, what hap is going to happen. Is he back in charge of NXT? What's going on? Uh, the report said that uh, Triple H has been back working for the organization following his health scare. The incident, of course, uh, made him retire, put his boots in the in the ring at WrestleMania this year. There um, are talks that uh, there are talks for Triple H to going back to a bigger role long before the allegations against Vince McMahon had uh, had occurred. And so um, it, 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 this was kind of a, not a reactionary thing to everything that's been kind of cascading okay. down from that. Which is positive then, you know, yeah. that is like, a good hey, thing. Yeah, it's yeah. positive. You know, at least WWE saying like, hey, we got to get Triple H back involved with NXT. Uh, I mean, I've seen, I've seen a lot of people poo-poo on NXT 2.0 that it's such a step down and black and yellow NXT was so fun and different. I do think at some point it had to change, especially when they lost that Wednesday Night War with AEW yeah. and they had to move to a different night. You had to do some different things. Yeah. Um, but I do think Triple H being involved is cool. Does that mean he's going to run it the same way? I don't know. I mean, you look at how much they've invested in this next in line program where they're fo really focusing okay. on college athletes. But at the same time, you know, they brought in Roxy, one of the hottest independent female wrestlers they could find. You know, they brought in a handful of other independent wrestlers, people that have some experience in that. So I don't think it's exclusively college athletes. Obviously, they've done well with that. You know, they've done well with, you know, amateur athletes, pro athletes coming into the ranks with a Kurt Angle, with a Brock Lesnar. So I don't think that's a bad line for them to draw from either. But what's Triple H going to do? What can he do that really, like, makes people go like, oh, wow, I got to start watching NXT again? 
Um, it's the show's not doing as bad as it was a few months ago. It's starting to pick up in ratings. Triple H did indicate that uh, Triple H did indicate in that meeting from Wednesday that changes are going to be coming, uh, but he did not elaborate further. So that uh, that uh, I think that that goes back to what I initially said with the fact that Bruce Pritchard is now taking over mm -hmm. the uh, the uh, talent relations that Triple H is going to be back in control of NXT again. Now, it's not going to probably lead to a return to the black and gold, but you may. Uh, you may get more of the black and gold feeling in it, which and that's okay. Control and and that's absolutely okay. I mean, we yeah. can't live in the past all the time, guys. You know, as wrestling fans, we want to cling on to nostalgia. Black and gold had a fantastic run, and we have to take it for what it was. It was a catalyst mm -hmm. to what they wanted to be, right? So now we have a new version of NXT. Maybe maybe Triple H just drops the two point and just keeps at NXT. I mean, that could be the little change. Um, but this is exciting. This is very exciting because we know what Triple H has done with NXT, taken it to a different stratosphere. Now he could take this new version that Bruce Pritchard put together along with Shawn Michaels, along with Vince McMahon, and do and put his own touch on it. And you know that it's going to be good. Maybe when they go back to full sale, they'll have a different set. They'll have a lot more space, and they'll be able to do a lot more things. But is the um, is the move back to full sale for certain? There's a lot of talk about that move going back to full sale, but there's no concrete date as to when's that going to happen, or, or or if it's going to happen this year at all. But now, there is there is serious talks about that. Jose, you've been to WWE NXT, both in Full Sail Arena, which is in Orlando, and the kind of makeshift arena they made from the Capitol Wrestling Center that they have mm -hmm. inside the Performance Center. Uh, which which do you prefer, and what do you think is better for the show on television? Man, uh, you know, I've been to all versions. I've been to this version of 2.0. I've been to the Black and Gold Capitol Wrestling Center, and I've been in Black and Gold at Full Sail. The acoustics and and the sp and the space that you have at full sale is ten times better than what it is at the performance center. You don't feel cramped up at the performance center. Everyone feels like you're you're just in this one closet and just every, everyone's like this. You, you, mm -hmm. It's pretty evident on TV when you see where the ring is and you see where the barriers are. It's only like maybe seven or eight feet away from the ring. So. With full sale, you actually have a little bit more space where the fans you don't see the fans as close. But um, for me, I think full sale is a better is a better venue for for NXT. Yeah, I miss uh, I miss those days. It almost sounded like they were gonna get back together. I don't know if the uh, if uh, the pandemic. I mean, even, this was post pandemic. Uh, they do so. have a good re working relationship, from what I understand, and my contacts tell me. However. Um, they they did pause that partnership during COVID. Now that we're in Florida, now in Florida we're out of COVID practically. Yeah. It's Florida. Um, <laughs> you know the 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 decision's different now. It's for example when I signed up because I'm planning to go to next week's uh, NXT. Um, now masks aren't mandatory. Strongly recommended, but it's not mandatory, right? So, and this is a TV studio uh, slash and slash TV studio training center. Uh, so the things are things are a little bit different. So maybe now that the rules are a lot more loose when it comes to the uh, COVID, maybe uh, maybe that partnership will resume maybe early quarter next year. I don't know. I'm speculating. But mm -hmm. guys, I know that the talks are there. The talks are there. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, we have some other topics to cover, including AEW Forbidden Door this Sunday and a major injury. So many injuries with that show. But staying on topic here with Triple H. Jeremy, I, I think he could be a real shot in the arm for the direction of NXT. And I'm not just saying the storylines and stuff like that. I think there's some fair storylines. I think, I think awful, we but... will get I think we will get a lot less throw shit against the wall and see what sticks and a lot more focused direction under Triple H. And he's got players now. He's got some guys that they've established. They've, oh, yeah. They presented a bunch of different characters at Tell one Vince time. takes them. Yeah. And uh, and and that's what NXT is supposed to do. Oh, yeah, supposed to develop exactly. stars for on SmackDown. Exactly. You know, so I mean, I mean, that's the point. Can that show? Uh, you know, people say bring back black and gold. I don't think they can go backwards. I no, really don't think you can. They bring, won't. Can There's do no that. point to going backwards. You never see WWE go backwards. They always go forwards. Why don't you think they never brought back the big back fist, the big fist for SmackDown? Because they they're once. not going to go backwards, guys. They, they, did they can once, do nostalgia throwback version. shows here and they there, can, but, be... but they're going to use the LED screen for it anyway. So yeah. it doesn't it's, matter. It's going to be a one-off. It's going to be a one-off here. Uh, Donna with a comment here. Hope uh, Triple H makes NXT 2.0 better and exciting. I don't, I that actually, too. I mean, 
it's kind of an in, inconsistent in, in show for the most part i enjoy a, a yeah, good chunk I, of it and the stuff i, I don't um, like i just don't i don't remember you know you know i cover the show on a weekly basis because mm-hmm. i believe in it and uh the uh you know it is an enjoyable show for the most part it's, it's a solid paceful watch though too Black from people like jeremy you've told me that before like you like the pacing of it it is it doesn't feel like long-winded you get what you want out of it like you kind of know where everyone kind of stands yeah and then if i if it if it's not that good of a show i just make shit up on twitter to have fun with it so <laughs> <laughs> give them a follow at jb huskers we have some more news to get to and don't worry we will get your questions on screen as well some more unfortunate news for AEW and specifically for Brian Danielson, arguably one of the best technical wrestlers, if not the best wrestler of his generation, will not be a part of a show that is going to be all about technical wrestling when All Elite Wrestling and New Japan collide at the Forbidden Door pay-per-view this Sunday, streaming on BR Live, Fight TV internationally, and other pay-per-view providers. The problem is... Brian Danielson is a big star. CM Punk's not on this show. Tatsuya Naito from New Japan is not on this show. Tomohiro Ishii has been taken off the show with a knee injury. He was originally booked for it. Uh, so a lot of talent yanked off the show. But the concern about Brian Danielson having an injury is now getting very serious, at least for fans on the outside looking in. Danielson Ishii. appearing on this week's Dynamite, expressing that he is of clear mind. Once he gets cleared, he'll be back in the ring, and he'll take on Zack Sabre Jr., uh, and he'll have a, a hand-picked replacement That'll be a future member of his uh, Blackpool Fight Club that he's in with uh, William Ringle and John Moxley and Wheeler Yuta. Well, a lot of people speculate about who that is. You can check out our episode yesterday about that. Um, but we're get, we're learning some more unfortunate news about this injury and how serious it is from Dave Meltzer. Unky Dave has the unfortunate news for us at the Observer. What do we got here? Uh, this is uh, just uh, this isn't exactly uh, saying what's wrong with Brian, but. Uh, he says uh, that AEW does take the same kind of uh, playbook that WWE does when it comes to injuries, and they talk about everything but two Cs, COVID and concussions. So he is uh, wondering if uh, Brian Danielson is indeed dealing with a concussion, which is, of course, something he's had a history with. But uh, obviously they've had uh, uh, many doctors checking him out uh, since he's been out the past month, and Brian's pretty confident that he's going to be back pretty soon, just not soon enough to reach tonight uh, to Sunday show or blood mm-hmm. and guts next week. So, um, but you know, obviously uh, they've turned this into an angle and we're going to get a big reveal and a big surprise and uh, that, that everybody's going to be looking forward to on Sunday. So at least they're turning that into, uh, into something at least instead of just leaving him off. Uh, so, you know, it, it, it'll be interesting to see, and uh, I, I really hope it's Cesaro because he he fits he would fit in that perfectly with Regal and Yuta and Mox and uh, and Danielson. I think he would fit perfectly with those guys. So I really hope that it is uh, that it is yeah. Uh, Claudio. Yeah, man. Victor- I'm a- Go ahead, buddy. I'm actually disappointed. You know that Brian is not going to be featured on this on this pay per view. Neither is Punk. However, um, you know. Th- We've been pretty vocal, especially in me, talking about the internet wrestling community when they're reacting to, you know, to the booking of this pay-per-view. Now that we have a clearer picture, I understand that this is not the super show the hardcore fan base wanted to see, right? Mm-hmm. However, it's still a pretty good card put together. And the fact that we may get a pretty big surprise on Sunday, that should get you pretty excited for this show. It may not be the super show that you that you wanted. You, you're not going to get Okada versus CM Punk, or you're not going to get um, any of those big-time matches. We're not going to get Naito. We're not going to get uh, any of those big matches, right? But we still got a pretty solid card, and I'm pretty excited for Sunday. So um, um, I'm looking at the positive and looking at the silver linings here. Yeah, trying to, and I'm I'm very hopeful that Brian Danielson is okay. I mean, this guy's a history of very serious concussions. So if it is a concussion, that's it's worrisome. I mean, I'm saying that as a Brian Danielson fan, as a fan of pro wrestling, and, and seeing him so many different times in you know bingo halls to giant gyms to arenas to football stadiums. He's my absolute favorite. I don't care how biased it sounds. I'm rooting for him. Tony Khan making the rounds today. The press conference for AEW Forbidden Door revealed quite a bit 
Uh, he did talk about how politics did play into the booking of this show. You have two different promotions, who wins, who loses. A majority of this card on the Forbidden Door is multi-man matches, so you don't have one person taking the fall. All right, so, you know, you, if you take a fall in a multi-man match, it doesn't feel as consequential or as bad as much of a loss. So there's a lot of that going on there on the surface, and then he's kind of acknowledging it. Something compelling, though, uh, bringing up, though, that the challenge of putting this card together with these injuries is that he's promising something, quote, that will be a great moment when the mystery opponent debuts against Zack Sabre Jr., the person that will replace Brian Danielson in this match. Zack Sabre Jr., one of those technical wizards. Obviously, the pairing on the surface makes complete sense stylistically with Daniel Bryan, uh, Brian Danielson. And people want to see it happen. Uh, he says, it was one of those perfect situations because rarely do the stars align where you have a mystery opponent and a chance to build up a moment like this. It is very fitting to go back to the United Center where we've had one show and it was a great moment. That's when CM Punk returned. And I know for sure we're going to have a great moment. You're promising a moment here. You're promising something pretty big. Uh, and, uh, you know, expectations are through the roof. We had someone in here saying they think it's going to be Johnny Gargano because he's in town doing a signing that day. Gargano has refuted that. Uh, I've talked to people at the sports card show that he's appearing at, and they said they don't know anything about that at all. That isn't to say that it isn't a denial, but he said, like, no one's going to believe me, even on Twitter. If I that thing was also scheduled before this thing even came yeah. to fruition. So, mm -hmm. It's definitely that so that that's how, how it wrong, is here kevin johnny gargano is gonna be in chicago it's a work it's a work kevin they're working you kevin uh in the media oh, scrum man. tony khan also saying brian danielson is valuable to aew on and off screen uh he is shutting him down until he feels 100 yeah uh and that's and that's good wwe had to do the same thing with uh with danielson before and it was the right thing to do and i it's the right thing in this circumstance as well uh speaking of different stressful situations what's going on with the executive branch of wwe right now of course last friday the biggest news of the year uh we learned that stephanie mcmahon assuming the interim executive chairwoman role of the company well vince mcmahon steps down from that role he continues to be the head of creative for wwe and maybe people think, man, oh, this is just a puppet regime or all these different things. But we have more details about what Stephanie McMahon is doing in this interim role while that investigation of all the different misconduct with McMahon goes down. What's the latest, gentlemen? According to Dead Meltzer at the Wrestling Observer, uh, no surprise, the four board members that are not involved in the decision-making process or investigation were, of course, Stephanie McMahon, Nick Khan, Vince McMahon, and Triple H. Uh, uh, it was... Uh, the report added, though, it was Vince's decision to step down from his corporate duties. He recused himself from the process of naming his interim successor. Uh, the eight remaining board members elected Stephanie. Uh, so the, the, the eight remaining ones that are on the board there for WWE elected Stephanie as the interim CEO. Uh, shortly after Stephanie had taken her leave of absence from, uh, from WWE in May, uh, Meltzer reports uh, uh, echo what Business Week's report said. Certain higher-ups in WWE wanted to bury her on the way out, uh, which noted that uh, they felt the company was underperforming in ad revenue with Stephanie as the chief brand officer. The report also claimed that it was not Stephanie's idea to leave, but it was Vince who made the decision for her to step away, citing mm -hmm. lack of new sponsorships under her watch. Meltzer also reported on Friday that none of the eight board members who put Stephanie in power were involved in the process of burying her, which would make sense because that would be kind of dumb if they voted her as CEO. Uh, that indicates that they are for the rest of the board, at least, is is a firm supporter of Stephanie's. It's an interesting situation, isn't it? Interesting succession, situation. Bro, I'm series. telling you, if you've never watched <laughs> Succession, take the weekend if you have time. And if you have HBO Max, watch all four seasons of Succession. It'll go by really quickly, all right? And you can put the pieces together and put who's Vince McMahon and put who's Stephanie McMahon and put who's Shane McMahon, and you can see how this all coincides. Man, I could only think – I only imagine what she thought, like, when she was interim CEO, knowing – that there was people that wanted to bury bury her on her way out, and she's like, "I'm CEO now, bitches. What's up?" Like, yeah. <laughs> like this is this is some serious cutthroat succession. Anybody, anybody want to anybody want to anybody want to chirp up now? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like she is the biggest baddest boss bitch right now in WWE, mm -hmm. and she can't be touched. Uh, the the ad revenue thing is 
something to see. Respect. That's yeah. a bitch with respect, not not disrespect. By the way, yeah, the ad, the ad revenue is something to see. Is it someone who works in media outside of this? That is something to notice. You know that that's going on there. The where is that where is that ad growth in terms of the you know people they're bringing in that are in parallel with what they're getting on TV revenue and all that different stuff. But uh, I don't know. I, I think a McMahon and the company makes complete sense. If Vince isn't a part of this company, Stephanie being a part of it makes sense. You know, this is somebody who's grew up in it. It, it doesn't bother me uh, if you're going to have all this tumultuous up and down and then some people argue is she even really the you know chairwoman of the company even in an interim role if Vince is still there uh so i mean also you have to think about your tv partners what do they want you know do they they probably still want a mcmahon involved too so it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out it, it is uh obviously telling you see triple h come back into play but it is nice to know that that was the plan all the time was to get him back in that role and have him run nxt and develop or was it, it or was it that's or just the story they it? want to tell you I love people shouting it out. What's going on? Uh, Raleigh is in the UK. Uh, you guys got By the, the big way, show coming up. A, and, there uh, was a question, Wales. and we do have uh, Freestyle Friday today, guys, so make sure you get all your questions and your comments in today. But there was a question earlier that I did want to address really quick about the UK show. From what I know, they was asking if the UK show, how the ticket sales were going. And Clash from what Castle I know, coming up. Uh, yeah, Clash of the Castle. That'll be the Saturday before AEW All Out. So we'll have a... Well, the WWE pay-per-view on Saturday and AEW pay-per-view on Sunday. So it'll be a busy weekend worldwide. But I understand the show is moving very, very well. If it hasn't sold out, it's close to it. From some of our UK and and European viewers, they've told us that it's been sold out. So yeah, let's uh, while uh, while we got a little break here, we got two more stories to cover before we get to Freestyle Friday. But let's run across a few uh, smaller stories that may have come across GCW. If you're a fan of the GCW uh, um, indie promotion, they're working on a subscription service. So Mm. uh, that might be some big news coming the way for GCW. Uh, WWE announced that Undertaker One Dead Man Show is going to debut during SummerSlam weekend. So this is the uh, the one man show, similar to what Jim Ross has done, uh, where you, mm. you're standing up on stage uh, telling stories, kind of like stand up, but you're actually telling stories. Uh, so uh, Undertaker is going to be doing that SummerSlam weekend. I wonder so if any- Taker. I wonder if Taker is going to do the same gimmick that he did for the Hall of Fame with the mic. Yes. And he's gonna oh, I bet. I bet, I bet that's where that came Taker. from. Yes, is be triple uh, T's. I, I was there. I came from. Yeah, I was there, and I got the impression that he really worked a long, long time on this. Ted, Ted and, Talk yeah. Taker. Uh, this is uh, if you're going to be in Nashville for SummerSlam weekend. Uh, this is going to this is going to occur on Friday, July 29th. Is uh, where this is going to be. It's going to be at. I think about Nissan, this. It's going to be at the. It's going to be at the Nissan Stadium in Nashville. Tickets will be available. They go on sale Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central on Ticketmaster.com. It's going to be at a stadium? They're going to use a whole, they're not going to use a whole stadium for this. They'll sell it out, though. They'll sell that shit out. That's where, just to watch the joint's going to be. Oh, yeah, bro. That's where this joint's going to be. So, what do you think Kevin Hart does? He talks. He's talking. I know, but it's the Undertaker. I don't know. Really? It's going to be in a stadium. Top dollar money to see Kevin Hart at an arena or at a stadium. They will pay top dollar to see The Undertaker speak at an arena or at a stadium. Yeah, that'll be interesting we'll to pay. see. Uh, Rampage tonight was taped, but there are going to be some big announcements. Uh, a couple more by uh, confirmed on the scrum. Uh, I have a, a correction. Couple- this is going to be at the wild. It's going to be on Lower Broadway's Wild Horse Saloon is where oh. they're going to be taping this on Saturday, by the way. I just Sounds got a, like correction. a good time. Taping what? The, the 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 Undertaker one man show, according to uh, people at the Tennessean.com, all right, wow. that, that it's going to be the the lower Broadway area Wild Horse Saloon. They're going to debut Undertaker one dead man show. Oh, the pro the, the press release had a typo or it was wrong then. Right, um, right. so yeah, a couple of buy in matches are going to be added to uh the uh, Forbidden Door pay per view. Those will be announced tonight on Rampage. And finally, apparently, there's going to be a segment with. Natalia and a fake baby, and I hope Gene Snitsky shows oh, up. Oh God, no! Yeah, that, that on what paper when I saw that fight report. What happened I, to SmackDown? I saw that and I, I just cringed. I think I'm like, oh God, this is gonna be terrible. Unless Snitsky is involved. Unless all right. Snitsky. So Ric Flair had his big press conference yesterday, and we still don't know who he's gonna take on and what the arrangement is for his final match. It will be at an expanded Memorial Arena in Nashville. In tandem with StarCast, Jeff Jarrett, who's an executive with WWE, is promoting this. He's one of the promoters of the show, which is wild. Uh, He's not involved in the match. At least that's what he said at the press conference. 
And uh, we don't know who's going to take on. So Lana, a.k.a. CJ Perry now, known to her friends and family of WWE fame, jumped on Twitter and said, ah, all right, I'll take the match. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very, very funny exchange. Okay, and then she got into fine, it with uh, Millennial it. Melter himself, Sean Rassap, saying that, you know, she thinks she's ready for it. And uh, and obviously our very own SportsKita.com got in on it. And they wrote about a former WWE superstar willing to accept. <laughs> <laughs> which then uh, headlines were written about this so she's not actually doing this then, do you think uh, she gets added to the show just for shits and giggles i, I, I would i, I would do it just for a segment between those two man uh sean ross sap tweeted out fighting the urge to make this an article <laughs> and then cj perry already had it uh already had him one upped uh like this and she had already written a damn article <laughs> Greatest so worker good. ever to come out of retirement to face Flair. Uh, man, this it's not fair to Flair. Here, I got, it. I got it. It's not I got fair it. To Flair. I got, I got it right here. I got oh, it. I'm pulling it up right now. I beat you. Yeah, there you go. You got you, which one <laughs> you got it first? Um, the, remember, get those questions there. ready for the final segment, by the way, guys. You, we're like, we're, we're loose and easy here on a Friday. Can you tell? Whoa, me? whoa, hey loose now, lady. Easy. Hey now, look at that lady. What are you doing? Yeah, so uh, Lana made her own article there. So that's that was great. Uh, people getting Gaga eyes in the chat over this. Uh, people <laughs> want to see Jerry Lawler versus Flair. That would be crazy. You know, so definitely be had a combined age. The topic of the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Woo! I'm ready what? to try these woo wings. Are y'all training? Are you guys ready for these woo wings? <laughs> This is a thing that's saying woo wings five times fast. Woo wings, woo wings, woo wings, woo wings, woo wings, woo wings, woo wings. It is a virtual kitchen business they're they're launching. Uh it'll be expanded. They'll have it in a couple of markets. You'll be able to order these Ric Flair endorsed chicken wings from a virtual kitchen. So basically, there's no physical brick and mortar store that you can go to and get these. You can only order these for delivery at home. Uh, I would assume they may have these at like events and different stuff like that. You can get them at Starcast. WWE did this when we were at um when we were yeah, at the press they conference. The stack, they had the stackadillas. It, it said they, said, uh, they had the stackadillas and and you can order them on Uber Eats and they had like four or five different flavors. And yeah, there would just be like a random food truck and they would just deliver you these quesadillas and they had them at the press conference. Yeah, it says that they're opening in Nashville on the on the twenty eighth of July. So. There you go. Uh, certainly interesting. There's This is the long history of wrestlers endorsing food places. Abdullah the Butcher had a barbecue spot. Uh, I did I did some many entertaining nights at the Squared Circle by Lisa Marie Varian uh, in Victoria in Chicago. And, uh, you know, and then Hulk Hogan has his beach shop down in Florida. So a lot of wrestlers getting in on the food game, brother. Dude, you know? this is or- awesome. Like, this just shows younger generation look at what these older guys are doing right now with their future they're investing in cannabis they're investing in food products and liquor products hooking up with the hip-hop industry rick flair is doing it right he's getting in everything he's in nfts he's in crypto he's got seven different businesses man i want to be just like rick flair when i'm 75 years old don't get married again rick just don't get married again oh boy oh boy Uh, Ricky with a line here. These those rings replace Viagra. Woo! Oh! You can go all night long. Since, uh, since uh, Elvis's family's being uh, stingy, Flair should go to Vegas and promote woo weddings. No, stop it. <laughs> you can get stop married it. by no. Rick Flair impersonator. Woo! I I don't know if Rick Rick should... Rick if you're listening, I got. I can imagine the ad for that, bro. Rick, you if you're the ad, it just pops up on your local <laughs> cable TV station at the hotel. And he's like, "Whoa, it's the Nature Boy, Rick Flair." And you, if you want to be styling and profiling and be jet flying, it, you you need to get married over here. Whoa, weddings! Am, I'm tweeting him. I'm tweeting at him right now. I got a million dollar idea, Rick. Uh, man. This make is sure perfect, you may, make sure you write it down and put it in the mail, and that way it's t- it's it's like a poor man's copyright. So that way you came up with the idea before he did. That way you can get at least a percentage off of it. Oh man, uh, yeah. People <laughs> start, Rick, guys, Rick, pack your bags for Vegas, Rick. Guys, it's that time weddings. of the show. It's Friday. It's that Friday afternoon. It's that for freestyle Friday. I'm going to challenge all of you watching right now to hit the like button. Okay. For every question you throw at us, hit a like button. All right. We will award one person the question of the day. We're going to count it down. 
We got 105 people watching. Mm-hmm. So we're going to count it down in three, two, one. Smash that like button right now. Bam. Everyone hit it. Everyone hit it right there at the same time. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate the support. You guys run the show. Fire off your questions uh, about everything going on in the world of wrestling. Don't do the fantasy booking thing. Can you confirm that my fantasy booking is going to happen? So that's the only rule. And be cool. And obviously, you know, know where the line of decency is and be nice. So fire off your questions. People saying it's Freestyle Friday while we're talking about food. It's Freestyle Friday. Bro. Bro. There we go. Uh, so let's jump. Let's jump into the questions and, and topics that are available to us here. I know I'm trying to find one here. Uh, here we go. I had, I had the Chambers. first question up. I had the first question up. No right. touchy, Kevin. No touchy. No touching. That's fine. Okay. Stephen Chambers on Facebook. Hey guys, what are the chances of Tony Storm beating Thunder Rosa, turning heel, joining Bullet Club oh. with her husband Juice Robinson? That'd be pretty cool, I don't know, but man, that'd be awesome. I would love. I, I've been a proponent to seeing Tony Storm get that title. I don't know if that's going to happen this weekend, but I would love to see that. About joining Bullet Club, I don't think so. I don't think that's going to happen. It'd be cool, but it, no, Thunder's retaining. I think so too. It's too early for Thunder Rosa to drop the title. Interview with Thunder Rosa dropping on our channel at some point uh, in the next day or so. Yeah. By the I think way, it's dropping tomorrow. I think it's yeah, dropping tomorrow. Think yeah, I saw Bill tweeting it out today. So. Might be up already, actually. And yeah, uh, let's, so, uh, let's 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 block here. this. Let's block this naked Zachy dating. Watching us on YouTube. You. We, don't, we don't have to say it. <laughs> Can anyone wrestle when they have a heart problem? Um. Well, Lawler has a lot. Yeah, yeah, uh, but it's also worth noting Lawler didn't have the same type of operation that you know Ric Flair had, or even that Triple H had. They had very serious heart issues. Um, there are some wrestlers I've heard that have done it, but it's a much different performance that you're going to see them have. You know, it's worth noting this here, the situation with Rick having this last match. He did have, a, you know, a stent and a defibrillator put in some years ago when he had a very serious situation where he was in a coma for weeks, nearly died, nearly lost his life. He's expressed, you know, I'm not going to take blood, blood thinners that day. And uh, the worst thing that can happen is the defibrillator gets unplugged then they just plug it back in. He made it sound super casual, and I was just like, what are you even talking about? That's crazy. <laughs> um, so this will be a big event. He's, they're, they're, they are selling this like a big thing. The show is nearly sold out if it's not sold out already. They're touting all the different celebrities that will be in attendance for this as well. James not Jones, really. I don't see it being uh, Johnny. He's talking about the surprise here on Sunday at the pay-per-view with Forbidden Door. I don't see it being Johnny. I talked to him on Twitch a couple weeks ago. He answers all the questions. Before I we get him- to that, before we get to that, go back to the, the tickets that are still on sale. There are tickets on sale, but this is a funny, funny thing. Uh, scalpers uh, bought up a lot of tickets and now they can't sell them because all the hardcore people already got their tickets so now they're selling tickets for like six bucks because they got fleeced but i love it that scalpers got fleeced on this show <laughs> which specific show are you talking about forbidden door okay all right so there we go um want to get some more questions in here james what do we got here comment on youtube i don't see it being johnny i talked to him on twitch a couple weeks ago as he answers it all I asked, "Has he missed the ring?" He said, "No, not yet. He loves uh, being—he uh, loves being on his break only because he's been gone n- New Year, and he, yeah. I don't know what he's." he's, he's yeah, it, it, like wrong. I said, but yeah, this, he doesn't want to come back until Candace does. Like this, like I said, this Chicago appearance was booked well before this pay per view was even c- conceived, so to speak. So, you know, Zachy Balak watching us on YouTube. Why is it that Vince is coming every week? Ratings, I mean, and, and it's it's ratings. There's interest in this this you know investigation Uh-oh. with Vince. He was trending for hours and hours and hours last week when this happened. Uh, it, it hit the announcing he was going to appear on SmackDown boosted the rating. There was an interest in that, and then SmackDown had a big main event last week, which was a very very good match. If you haven't seen, I don't think it has anything to do with ratings. It has all to do with ego gain. Look at me, I don't give a shit. Here I am. Look at me. oh, oh I'm not there was denying that, but I'm saying the number was... one reason they would do it is because they could get more people to watch the TV show from. Yeah, I think the number one reason is he, he wants to show off. Watching us on YouTube. What are your thoughts on Natalia Markova's run on the NWA this year so far? Do you think Tony Khan missed a boat on sending Markova to AEW? I'll tell you what, man. Markova's a fantastic talent. I worked with her about three or four years ago at a local promotion here. Mm-hmm. Um, and she had it not blown up, but she's a fantastic talent. She's great. She's beautiful. She does really great work. And I think it's just a matter of time where she will get noticed by one of these bigger promotions. Um, 
I think she still has a little bit more work to do, but I don't think she's he's missed a boat on Markova yet. I think Markova still has some work to do. I haven't been seeing a lot of her work from NWA, but from a personal standpoint, just being able to meet with her and work with her, um, she she's really good at what she does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you can't sign everybody. That's the thing people got to remember is not everybody gets to be signed. You know, that's part of it. Uh, Raleigh with a question from the UK. Hi, do you think Triple H and Shawn Michaels will run XT 2.0? It isn't clear. It isn't even clear if, you know, Triple H is running it. He's certainly back in some position of power with talent in NXT in the Florida division of WWE, and that was expressed. We just don't know any more details beyond that. They're going to play it close to the vest with everything going on. Ain't no way Pritchard can run it all. So no, I th- no I and he shouldn't he, have I think, to. I think they're going to. Well, they Vince had us. Vince assigned him to do it. So yeah. Uh, but now with uh, all this happening, no. How much are the tickets uh, for the Undertaker one man show, Dead Man Show? I don't know. I don't you have know. to go to Ticketmaster, and yeah. uh, let me see if I can pull it up on Ticketmaster real quick. All right. Well, while you're doing that, we'll get to another question here. Uh, what, what, which one do you want to jump on? Which one do you want to jump on? We got okay. one here from Kenny Williams. Sports Kid Wrestling, why all the recent injuries? Are they all sick? It's just the way it goes. I think especially um, with you putting a lot more guys out there, a little bit older, north of, uh, you know, you some other injuries come up. Some guys make some mistakes. It's not ballet. You heard that before with, you know, CM Punk yeah. jumped the railing and smacked his knee into a railing just trying to crowd surf into the fans. I'm going did- to give a little bit more of an out there answer just because that's the type of person I am. I'm just a little mm-hmm. bit more out there when it comes to shit like this. Uh, I don't know, man. It's been a weird month when it comes to not just pro wrestling, but just everywhere. It, it, today was a crazy day in the news and nationwide. We're not going to really talk about what happened today in national news. You don't, you don't come to us for that. But yeah. you, you, Exactly. You don't come for, to, to us for that. That's another debate that we're not going to talk about. However, it is massive, uh, life-changing and shifting news for some people. And that's just been things that have been happening over the last four weeks. It's just been this crazy energy. So I don't know. Oh, <clears> and by the way, if you didn't know, if you follow astrology, today I think there was like three planets in line in the morning I was called like the planet of uh, the parade of planets that happens one every 50 years. So I think there's just like this weird but, energy going on. And maybe that could be a collaboration to it. Again, I'm out there. I'm out there. Let's you keep are. in mind. Let's keep in mind. Tony Khan does not work AEW like Vince McMahon works WWE. Tony Khan lets people have a lot of freedom to do things. Mm-hmm. So it's not uh, Tony needing to slow down because he's letting them be- have the freedom to do what they want. You're talking about that comment there from Eric Cavalera saying maybe they should adjust the television style, the ring style, and stuff like that, too. Um, you know, some people they have to do that after injuries. Yeah. You know? I mean, he does have a point, though. If you think about it, when you look at those matches that AEW has, they really just kind of – it's a free-for-all. They're allowed to do whatever they really want to do. And that can be a double-edged sword. One side is good because the fans get hella entertained and we get to see stuff that – it's like, damn, you will never see in WWE. Mm-hmm. But then at the other side, you, you know, these these guys are putting their bodies on the line in very, uh, very compromising situations. And they got to watch out for that. We've seen what happened with Brian. Now we've seen what happened with Punk. It's 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 serious. And I don't know. Maybe they got to change the ring, the ring style. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe nothing, they'll learn from this one. Uh, nothing on Ticketmaster yet for uh, for this. So, okay. Uh, I see some good questions here. I've, I've won. Oh, here we go. Ricky Castell. I love the Undertaker, but he's not selling on a stadium talk. No, guys, he's not playing a stadium. By the way, he's not playing. He's playing a much smaller venue. <laughs> Press release so was okay. wrong. Press release is wrong here. Uh, so uh, other people uh, with questions here. Uh, here, Stephen Chambers. Oh, by the way, we got slogans already for uh, for Woo Wings. <laughs> what, what are the slogans? Woo Wings. They'll make your butt burn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a selling point. But, I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> People will. <laughs> maybe it's just an accurate description, depending on what your digestion is like. Um, some other questions here. Stephen Chambers, uh, do you guys see any titles changing hands at Forbidden Door? There are a couple of ch- uh, matches here with both titles from New Japan and AEW being defended. An interim AEW World Champion will be crowned, and then that person will have to take on CM Punk when he returns from injury at some point this summer. Um, Tana, you're going to get a new champion there. I mean, that's just an interim belt, so it's just a holder, placeholder title. Uh, it'd be interesting if Jay White makes it out of the show. He's going to be in a fatal four-way with the <clears> IWGP <throat> heavyweight title. Who do you think there? A lot of people think Okada can get the belt <clears throat> back here. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. 
if they don't like to sometime soon, I don't see New Japan happen. doesn't like to hot potato the belt. We Jose no. and I said this on getting over on Twitch on Wednesday that mm-hmm. we, we expect Jay White to retain because they don't they don't. Play I don't potato. expect any major title changes in this pay per view at all. Speaking of uh, speaking of Forbidden Door, this was from the media scrum as well. And Tony Khan looking to make this into a Wrestle Kingdom type of deal, maybe a two day event going forward, which is very interesting to hear. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That would be very interesting if it. If um, they could do that. God, what what's on the line? Women's title not going to change. IWGP. I think, no. I think if any if if any title does change, I do think that the women's title will change again, just because I really want Tony Tony Storm to win it. But in my heart, I know Tony well, Rose is going to keep it. Well, mm-hmm. the the uh, a tag title is going to change, obviously, with that triple threat, which I think FTR is going to come out with all the belts. But so there, a guaranteed title uh, change is going to happen because. Uh, either the IWGP is going to shift or the ROH Tag Team uh, Championship is going to shift. So that one is guaranteed. We have some great questions about The Rock that I want to get to in a second. I'll get to that. But Seals asks, where the heck is Odyssey Jones? Yes, the super heavyweight of WWNXT was one of the bright spots when 2.0 started to roll out as a new brand. Uh, he was featured on 205 Live, even though he was not 205 Live. They described him as 405 Live, right? Uh, a guy who is very big, can move, and has a lot of charisma, was already getting a look at the main roster stuff and then suffered a serious injury. Um, th- he's just on the mend. Ruptured real, his, real, those big guys, ru- when they have injuries, sometimes it takes a long, he, long time for them to get back. He in. ruptured his patella, so he's out for several months. Yeah, and that put Mark Henry on the shelf for quite a bit when he was when he was out of there. Want to get this question? Chat. Got a super chat. Let's get to it. Victor Nash, guarantee you get on screen with the super chats, by the way. We appreciate the support. Uh, Since Lady Frost, she just left Impact Wrestling, has requested a release, where do you think uh, would be best fit for her? Uh, I'm going to be a little biased. I've gotten to work with Lady Frost in AAW, an independent organization. I will be on pay-per-view again with them July 15th, uh, doing all these different things. We're launching a new podcast, by the way, AAW Redefined. It'll be dropping soon. I don't know the exact date for that to come out. Um. I think I think she's a, a veteran who has a lot of experience that people kind of sleep on. She has a very exciting look. She's very athletic and has a lot of experience. I do think uh, her going to all elite wrestling is almost a little bit too predictable. I, I would say I would say right now the game is a little crowded in that regard. Uh, but if she wants out of a contract and she gets it, and, and that's something Impact understands, we're in a position where we got to let people do that because they're still letting people do independent dates as well. So. How much? What's the compensation? What's the commitment? All those different things. And she's on the um, show. I don't know if there's right a spot now, so. open for her in WWE because uh, she is a veteran talent, and they're so focused on youth right now. Uh, but her being in an NXT with younger talent could be very compelling. And you wouldn't have to have somebody come down from Raw or SmackDown or come over. You would have a veteran talent that you're bringing in for that purpose to work with younger talent and bring them up to her level. Uh, I think Lady Frost would be great in that position yeah. in WWE NXT. But, hey, she, yeah. she could show up in an AEW as well. Guarantee you that she's not going to be in NXT or at WWE. No. No, I I, I, don't, I also I'm not, not to I'm wrestle, not at least. Not to wrestle. I, I'm being completely hypothetical. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. And I don't know how long she's on the shelf for. I think she's going to be on the shelf for a couple of months still. So uh, it isn't going to be an immediate thing. Let's get our last question here by uh, by Raleigh watching us on YouTube. Thank you for the support, Broski. <clears throat> Where the hell is Brian Cage? Signs a new deal. Not had one match. Weird thoughts, guys. Mm-hmm. They're saving him for Ring of Honor. They're he's yeah. they're going to focus Ring of That's Honor around him. That is unfortunate, man. Because Brian Cage is amazing, mm-hmm. and he's such a good human too. I I, I, yeah. I hooked up with them back in 2017. They had a show over here in the Kissimmee in Florida called Lucha Conquest, and he was part of the card, and he was such a nice guy. Um, him and Melissa Santos because they're married, but man, yeah, they're both I, awesome people. It's unbelievable how great of a of an in wing worker this guy is, and he's not being featured. It's unbelievable how he's not mm-hmm. being featured as a top talent because he is a top talent. I don't know what I don't know if there's any backstage politics going on with Brian Cage and AEW, but man, it's unfortunate, mm-hmm. and he would be a great fit in WWE. Well, they did the angle at Supercard of Honor, so I, I am very confident in thinking they're just holding him to gotcha. ROH because yeah, they, they paired him with a couple of they paired him with a young tag team plus Tolly Blanchard. I, I think they're 
they're just doing they're gonna they're gonna have him they're gonna center roh around him being a, a top competitor there which is good because you're rebooting a legendary brand you need to have some legitimate guys at the top of that card so you have a brian cage versus a jonathan gresham that's gonna be a damn pay-per-view seller so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah uh, a lot of people saying will it be claudio casignoli cesaro or johnny gargano at forbidden door those are the two prime candidates but who knows there could be somebody out there that we're not even thinking of i know Triple everyone thinks H. There's, there's names available there's big names available you know so it'd be, it'd be crazy here triple h um, said i'm back he meant it forbidden door <laughs> <laughs> there was a question i wanted to get to here that swung by here and i'm trying to find it and it was a very very compelling question here and with the scenario here here we go joseph austin i want to ask you guys this too do you guys see WWE's recent controversy involving vince mcmahon affecting the likelihood of The Rock returning to face Roman for this hypothetical, long-anticipated masturbatory fantasy, as tri- as, as Paul Heyman called it in an interview with me. Um, this dream match that we're supposed to get at WrestleMania that, that was teased on The Rock's sitcom. <laughs> it was teased in dialogue. That was great. Uh, and he said, that's a match uh, with a young Rock saying to a young Roman Reigns, that's a match that can only happen at WrestleMania. Uh, so I thought that was a nice little touch. A lot of people expect this to happen in LA. It's almost something that rain said, ah, you know, we're not going to do it in Texas. Why don't we save that? Maybe do that in LA. And he kind of alluded to that. Uh, and, uh, rock with some big projects. He has a new DC superhero movie coming out in a couple months. Um, I don't see this affecting it. I don't see the situation mainly because it, from all intensive purposes, from what we've seen and mind you, it could change more NDAs could come out and it could get much worse. Right. Um, but until it doesn't, it does get worse than it is. Don't look good. I mean, it, it, the impropriety of the inappropriate stuff of you know giving someone a potential raise, the alleged things that are there, and, and yeah, you know, honestly, the back door is oh he had a relationship outside of his you know public marriage, but who knows? I at this point like that isn't the major thing. The major thing is did you did you give someone a raise because they were dating if, him? You know, if anything, I think they uh, move forward as planned. Yeah, and if anything. Yeah. This could maybe even trigger The Rock thinking more of, hey, maybe me and Nick Khan maybe he should, takes uh, over WWE. Yeah, maybe <laughs> this might, this whole thing might be, hey, maybe I should have a, a little uh, conference with Nick Khan, see what happens here. Eh? You, 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 you went Bill idea, Clinton Kevin? on there. Hey, hey Hillary. Hey. I, uh, I didn't cool. inhale. Hey, I did I do did it. not have sexual relations. What she was definition. Monica was just helping me tie my shoes. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. We're guys. in trouble. Come on. We're come in trouble. Uh, yeah. It's yeah, definitely. We got to get out of here. All right. We'll be back on Monday uh, with Top Story. But Monday. Sunday night, make sure you're with us live after AEW Forbidden Door, AEW New Japan Collide. We will be there for it. I will be reporting from the bowels of the United Senate House on Madison. The shitter? No. Oh basement i can call an arena basement bowels you can call it calm down uh yes uh so yes please join us for that we'll be live from there here we got another super jet i don't want to leave it hanging here there we go victor nash thank you so much very appreciate appreciate your support victor uh the match between josh alexander and jacob fatu at flair's last match is that a title match how uh much is the paper it's a title match also Mm -hmm. the impact knockouts title is going to be on the line triple threat uh rachel ellering who was a partner of jordan grace's and i can't remember the third lady in that match but that, that'll be, be on triple. the card yes and uh yeah. paper you're gonna be 30 uh 35 dollars i believe on fight tv you can get that uh and you can get a whole package of stuff from starcast.com that's starcast with two r's by the way comes with a coupon to woo weddings too by the way <laughs> there's no woo wedding well there's gonna be i with a 36 count of woo me and, flair, me and flair working out the details right now <laughs> <laughs> you you made it up 15 minutes ago and now you're now, now you're oh, i now tweeted you're, them you're i already tweeted them you already got right. the llc put together while, while we were uh, talking yep yep i went to uh, legalzoom.com baby <laughs> hashtag non-spawn this is work we're at work right now <laughs> um, and thank god so i don't much. work on monday with how late we're going to be up on sunday holy good cow. yeah we are going to be up late on sunday so yeah, be prepared we're gonna be for up that late on sunday we're going to be here bringing you all you guys everything y'all need of course, to we're going to be, be, uh, be so uh, damn hyped later. probably from what happens we'll, it won't matter by the way, guys, I want to give a quick shout out to everyone who has retweeted, liked, and shared uh, my my interview with W. Morrissey. It dropped this morning at eight. Uh, my interview with on wrestling with mindset, where 
W. Morris, he shares his story where he battles his story with addiction, depression, alcoholism, and just making a comeback. It's a really great story. He he talks a lot about his recovery and uh, and just the, the, the mindset of getting to the place that he's at. So, guys, show some support by heading to the YouTube channel, watching the video, hitting that like button, and sharing it with anybody who that you love uh, who battles depression, battles anxiety. It'll be a great video to, to show them that uh, wrestlers deal with that shit, too. So I'm um, trying to put a positive light into that space. And, uh, guys, I will be live here short, as soon as I'm done with the top story. I'm going to be live in my Instagram. So make sure you go ahead and give me a follow at Jose G Official. I'll be live and we'll be chatting it up a little bit, having a couple of Coronas and uh, talking the week. What? 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 Uh, yeah, I'm busy with all this sports key to stuff, man. Uh, very, very busy weekend. Going to oh, be at, at the show on uh, Sunday. If you know anyone going, uh, tell them to reach out to me on Twitter. I'm trying to trying to meet as many fans as I possibly can. Are, are we doing a watch along, Victor Nash? No. Actually, are we doing a watch along for Forbidden Door? No, we're talking about doing that in the future, though, with some other shows and different things like that. And if we do do a watch along, it'll be on our Twitch. Uh, we did do a watch along of the first Money in the Bank match, the first one that ever happened. You can watch that Money in the Bank with us. Uh, cue it up. It's from WrestleMania 21. I believe it's at the 26 minute mark and 50 seconds. So you can cue that up and watch that match along with us. We're going to do more of those in the future. Uh, so thank you guys for supporting it. If you haven't done so, go ahead and subscribe to our Twitch. We're doing some more video game stuff on there, getting over on Twitch every Wednesday, a brand new channel for us and help us get to 31,000 subscribers. Uh, thank you so much, Logan McNeely. Great show. Have a great day. Thank you so much, Logan. I want to thank all the diehards who watch our show every day. Chungus is with us, okay? Uh, Ricky is with us. Victor, Zachy, Leslie, all the diehards David who are with the, the show. Center, Stephen from the Elimination Chambers. Yes. Uh, Chris David, from the all I like Samson. The yes. Samson. <laughs> Samson. <laughs> Samson. It's all love, it's all love guys. We, we love you. We appreciate you. We we know that you we take you take your time out of your day to come and watch our show every single day. So we appreciate the love. Big Stacy, Classic Xander, thank you guys so much. We appreciate you guys all so so much. If you want us to shout you out, this isn't a Patreon deal. Just get in the get in the community, dude. Hang out with us. We do the show right around 5 p.m. Central, uh, 5:30 Central around that time every weekday. So uh, and then on Fridays we do a big long question and answer show like we did today. Thank you guys so much. Remember, when watching wrestling, do the most important thing. You can follow Sports Keto on whatever app. It's good for you. Consume that content. Be happy. Turn your brain off a little bit after you ask those questions. Ah, boot them bad guys, treat them good guys, and do what? You need to take a deep breath, relax, everything's gonna be okay, and enjoy wrestling. Yeah! Max? And do? And, and get hitched with Woo Weddings. Woo! Whee! Whee! <laughs>